Okay, well, welcome back to Nobody Asked, the podcast. This time around, it's um, probably the longest break, the most definitive break that the show has taken. But um, I believe, I believe in it. Um, And I've, hopefully you didn't just hear my fridge. But if you did, that was my fridge. Um... But it's not even about belief. I think it's just about uh, um, me putting aside time for something that uh, I'm interested in and find that it benefits me in a way that like gets gets my own thoughts out there. Um, so, sorry. You know what I'm listening to in my ears right now? Um, Easy On Me by Adele. Her new song... I'm so ready for more Adele. So ready. I, yeah, there's just a lot of emotion. Um, You know what? I was, I was, when this first came out, I was listening to it on repeat and I still really am listening to it on repeat, like over a week later, I think it's been. Um, Maybe not that long. I don't know. Either way, I've been listening to it a lot and you know, you know when you're on the like, edge of being a little bit like depresso, a little bit melancholic, you know what I mean? And you just, you have the option of making it worse or keeping it or making it better, if that makes sense. Like the line, better, worse. And sometimes you're just kind of like, I want to feel emotion. And I know I'm being given the option to put on Lizzo and feel happiness, but what if I just put on Adele repeatedly making myself feel really, really sad for no reason? Um, Because I do, because that's what I did. Um, Now, I think um, obviously the show is a little bit different now. I'm trying to um, reach reach a broader like audience. Did I say that correct? A broader, broader audience. Um, so this has a video component is what I'm trying to say. Like the really slow, long version of me t- saying that this will have a video sort of component. And if you want to see what that looks like, go to our Instagram, Nobody Asked Official, and our TikTok, the show's TikTok, uh, Nobody Asked Pod, where there's lots of clips that you can enjoy, share, like, comment, subscribe for more. Give us a five-star review. So follow us on Instagram, TikTok, give us a five-star review, because um, the show is just like so good already. It's been three minutes. I know I'm not going to edit this out because I kind of want this show to be, um, kind of like some of you will know my other podcast where I, it wasn't a lot of editing. Sometimes if I just said, um, too many times I would edit that out because that's embarrassing and does not contribute really to the entire, uh, narrative that I'm really trying to put out there. Um, but it wasn't edited really, and the last episode kind of was, because they're not last episode. The last um, season of the show was kind of edited because, um, well, there were two audio streams, so 
we're trying to not talk over each other, um, etc. But now it's just me, and now I can just hang out. Um, I go live on TikTok, and I might try to go live on Instagram whenever I record. So that's another reason why to uh, why you should follow the show on social media. Because who knows how long we'll have that for? Because uh, if you're on if you're on Instagram, you know that Instagram and the related social media platforms it's related to um, went on a kind of like blackout for hours. And that was, I mean, it didn't affect me. I'm going to be honest. It, I, I didn't know until I like saw it trending on Twitter. So that's that. Um, so anyways, should we move on to the content? I feel like the first episode here is a little bit deep, but no better way to start season two of Nobody Asked the Podcast with a talk on the dead. Let's talk about death and dying. Um, (laughs) So basically, I know this person, this lady, um, whose husband had been slowly dying of a memory loss. I think it's considered a disease. Either way, they progressively were not themselves personality-wise and lost a lot of their memory. Um, Long-term memory, however, usually stays intact. Um, And it kind of did. But this person was expected to die for many years before they died earlier this year. Um, And then they went into hospital and they kind of died pretty quickly. Um, So about, I would say about a year or two before the passing of this husband, um, the two bought a dog together, adopted a dog really, because it was from an SPCA. Um, and this dog kind of has a leg that, not kind of, it really doesn't work. One of the legs does not work, and there is an option to amputate, but it does move enough where it's just kind of like, well, what's the point? Also, dog surgeries, you know, expensive for a dog, but dogs are a critical part of a lot of households, so I totally get it. But if the leg is kind of moving and the dog isn't in pain, is there a reason to do surgery, really? Um, And this dog is living with two, like, relatively older people. Um, So it's getting out, but it doesn't necessarily get out a ton. And if if it does need it, I don't think this breed did. Um, But anyways, moving on. So this dog, after the passing, has increasingly gotten worse um, with going to the bathroom on time and not on time in, in a way that isn't making a mess inside the house where it's been trained to not go. Um, and as well, the leg just seems to be kind of worse because now wherever this dog goes it has to be on a soft surface where 
it can kind of grip the ground to walk because on like wood or tile, it's too slippery and the dog can't even stand up. Um, so immediately you kind of think this dog is in pain. It's, it might need to be put down. But then, why I kind of want to talk about this, and that was my chair. I don't know if you could hear that. That was I promise that was my chair. Um, basically, if this dog, this dog has somehow been proven to not be in pain by going to the vet, fine. Um, and that's, that's great for the dog. Um, but then it's like the quality of life of basically just sitting on a rug all day and not being able to walk because at this point it can't really it can it can go to the like the end of the block which is like a 10 minute walk in all there and back at like old person speed um so it's really not that far um but other than that, it's not doing much. So one of the things that was put forward um, was um, putting putting the dog down. And then immediately you think, okay, that could be kind of a good option because quality of life is seemingly low for this dog. And, um, you know, is the quality of the owner's life really um, doing... Uh, uh, like optimally occurring optimally um you know i don't think so because they're constantly trying to make sure this dog um is outside in time to go to the bathroom and some i think like sometimes it will kind of like bark ish before it needs to go so you kind of know oh we we need to start running um, to pick up this dog. Um, but sometimes it literally, it just kind of like happens as they're standing up. It's like sad. They're like a truly old, old dog. Um, so quality of life owner, not great quality of life dog. Also not great. You know, this is just my opinion as an outsider. Um, but kind of low, but then you have to factor kind of in another um, aspect, which is the fact that this woman's husband had just died less than a year ago. So then you think, well, this dog is all of all of this person's world right now because they were there with that with the man before he died. They are still there now. Um, so it's just a very integral, also being a dog, it's an, an integral part of the household. Um, so I guess it's just kind of a, well, where do your priorities lie? Is it with yourself um, by saying, I need to have this dog around, even if the dog shouldn't be around? Is it with the dog? Are dogs more important than the human? Um, so if the human has a terrible quality of life, should the dog remain alive anyways? And then 
it's also kind of just this kind of bond, I guess, through um, extraordinary circumstances, situations, events, I guess, the death, the passing, whatever you want to call it, um, and the companionship that kind of lasts, and um, I mean, as long as they're both happy, the, the, this lady seems quite content, they don't really, <laughs> I think they, I think they get it, but I don't think, they're one of those dog owners that I don't think they, they're like, my dog is so friendly, he never does this, she never does this, that type of thing, um, which is kind of funny when it happens, like, your dog is obviously quite wild, and you're just saying, oh, it's the biggest sweetheart, the biggest, no, sorry, I'm moving, I'm moving adjacently and kind of dragging dogs here, but let me tell you, when your dog is, like, three years old and um, urinating on carpets and couches, and I'm specifically, like, calling out one dog. Um, it's not us. It's not our, our house. It's not our rug. It's not another dog that has peed on our rug that it's trying to, like, you know, pee on top of. It's It's the fact that you're a bad owner and your dog is poorly trained clearly um yeah and there's no dis i don't i don't know a lot about dogs but i feel like there's no disposition that leads to uh urinating past training not to you know um but that's just me but um i guess just kind of moving on i think that it's it's a i guess what i'm trying to get at is when do you move on how do you move on? And how that kind of relates to what I'm going through right now is just kind of the um, image of like, so I'm in undergrad, I'm in uh, a science program. So I, I never, I will say I never went into this thinking, oh, I want to be a doctor for sure. There's no way I'm not going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to try really hard to go. I just, I kind of went into it thinking this is the next right move. This is the, uh, the most logical, um, the most kind of, um, you know, best decision. So I feel like maybe the lack of motivation throughout the years, the lack of knowing exactly where I want to go. So I guess, yeah, I I started, didn't really have a goal, and I'm still here now, don't really have a goal. I know what I don't want, however. Um, and I think from the very beginning, I didn't really understand um, how, I guess, university worked for some reason. I, I didn't give it much thought. I didn't think okay, you're learning this stuff to get a job in this field. It's not like like high school. It's not like, you know, you're, you're in English and science because you have to be in English and science. You know, it's you're in English because you want to learn how to write really great essays, learn how to write 
stuff and analyze things and read quicker um, to to move on to to a teaching degree, to writing, something else. Um, you know, I don't I don't know much about English degrees. Um, so I think just kind of what I'm trying to say is I'm going through a period right now where I didn't necessarily have a goal from the beginning of my undergraduate degree, which was fine, but I had a kind of goal standard of where I wanted my GPA to be. And for, cause I'm, I'm very much so a perfectionist and that, that sucks. It's like when, when I, this might be controversial and I'm, I'm not saying it's the exact same. It's much, much easier to deal with for most people, I think, but I can't comment on that either. Um, I know that it, it would probably be easier in my situation than people with OCD. So when people say, oh, haha, I'm so OCD, blah, 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 you're not supposed to say that because OCD is really, really hard to work with for some people. And um, it's it's kind of not making fun of it, but making light of something a little bit more serious. It's, it sucks for some people, but it's, it's great for others. So I, I, you know, whatever. Um, and then perfectionist perfectionism, um, is kind of like that where it's just kind of like, I really wish I could lower my standards, but it's so hard. So yeah, I don't have a goal. I don't, and I know now that I don't want to pursue a master's of science or a PhD in science. Um, but I just, I have this standard that I can't get rid of. And it really annoys me because I'm very much so um, somebody who can and has failed midterms. Like, I'm going to be honest, this week I failed almost failed. Let me tell you a funny little story. I got like a, a couple percent off of 50% on one of my midterms. Literally, I got a couple percent off of 50%. And I had mentioned, I had emailed my professor asking for some tips, asking for, are you going to let us review our tests to learn where we kind of messed up? We it turns out there's not much of a we, it's just kind of a me thing. I th I'm low-key, after hearing what she had to say about the midterm in the lecture uh, today, after the grades were released last night, it sounds like this was truly a me problem. Um, <laughs> so anyways, somewhere in that email, I mentioned that, oh, like, the X percent is basically like a failing grade. I didn't say it like that. It was not with that context at all. But it was it was brought up that my grade percentage is, in my opinion, a failing grade. And I she replies, very nice, very professional. But then she writes at the bottom, she says something like, and by the way, technically, X grade is not a failing grade. And it's literally a couple percent off of 50% or 49, I don't know which one is considered uh, failing, but I was like, are you serious? Are you s a, a couple percent? That's not failing. That's not failing, darling. That's a D. It's not failing. 
And I'm like, okay, great. Read that email, then went to lecture and heard that a lot of people did quite well. I was like, oh, you know what, lady? I don't know what kind of game you're playing. That's not failing also, but you're probably the one with the lowest mark. Um, sick. Anyways, so I guess trying to let go of the idea that I'm going to graduate the way that I wanted. It's funny. They say don't ever plan out your life because something about like God will laugh at you or something like that, I think. Um, and unfortunately, that's true, which makes it really confusing because it's then, then it's like, who, who, what do I get to choose? What should I be choosing? Or, or this is another episode. Maybe I'm going to write a note because we are getting to time. Um, so are we autonomous? I'm trying to write this down. Hopefully you can't hear me typing. Are you, are we anonymous? Autonomous. (laughs) Are we anonymous? No. (laughs) Are we autonomous or not? Or should we look at the situation? Should we look at the situation in the sense that you know, whatever we choose to do might not work out because there's a higher plan for us. That sounds great to me, you know? So I think that is the episode this week. I'm so excited to bring this show back. I might I might do more episodes because I want to keep them really kind of short, Um but I know that this time is going to um, kind of run more, a, a little bit more smoothly. I can, I can set aside 20 to 25 minutes of my day to talk about something that I kind of thought of during the week, I think. Um, but that's that. And then I guess that last topic is what's going to be maybe in the next episode, next one or two. It really depends. I Maybe I should talk about another one. I'll talk about another one right now. Let's talk about it. So another topic, what I have planned for next week is did you survive Mercury retrograde? And now I'm not super into astrology and you might not either or you might be and I might also be. But either way, I have found that leading up to Mercury retrograde and the entirety of Mercury retrograde, my life is wild. So before it happens, I kind of like, oh, is Mercury retrograde happening right now? And it's like, no, not yet. And then it happens. And then so the level of wild increases to a baseline and then slowly, it goes up a little slowly, a little, a little slowly, a little kind of slow slope. And then in the last portion of Mercury retrograde, somebody takes a sludgehammer to my life and I 
get all wild and I, my life is kind of tur- I okay so mercury retrograde it, what was it like the 28th to like the 20th 28th of September to October 20th um I was kind of doing fine at the beginning of the month and then reading week happened and I came back to school reading week was wild reading week was wild and then I came back all disoriented it felt like I was like an out-of-body situation and then I've had weird energy ever since I mean it's only Thursday I got here Sunday and I had a really really hard week this week um I alluded it alluded to it earlier um alluded it wasn't really alluded I flat out said I failed two midterms um but I got an A in another one but that wasn't a science course I shouldn't have been in science. That would... Let's end it there. I should have been in something easier for my mental health. Yes.